It's time for the Dorsey Show. Welcome to the show. Fantasmagorific. Oh my gosh, I'm like so excited. We swear. <laughs> Your most excellent giggle buddy. She's like this 24-7. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Dorsey Show. Listen while you work. The Dorsey Show, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas Studios, with your host, Dorsey. Hello, hi, and howdy. I am back to get you tuned in, turned on, and tuned up with your weekly dose of the Healthy Happy Fun Hour, where I help you awaken your play, purpose, and pleasure. Why? Because it's my belief that happy people make healthier choices and have more fun. There's a rather large event happening this weekend. Gary, do you know what's happening this weekend? An event. It's a very large event. It's another royal wedding. Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. I've been hearing about that. Dun, 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 Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. That is a, I cannot, I'm so excited that it's over the weekend. So if I can't watch it live, at least I'm going to record it because I love watching those big fairy tale weddings. You know, there's, I mean, especially as a girl, oh my gosh, there's nothing better than that. So that's what a happy event. And so all of my friends across the pond, you are getting a shout out right now. If you attend, you better tag me in it so that I can be there in spirit please please <laughs> make sure you tag me and so um, i know a lot of you probably don't know this this year me and my hubby so of course this is the good news for me have been together for a whopping 23 years 20 i know round of applause yay <laughs> and we're married this month for 20 so we were together for oh two and a half almost three years before we got married so this month is our 20th anniversary and folks i don't know how that boy has put up with me for all those years that is one of life's biggest mysteries right there i do get a lot of head shakes the oh uh-huh, and the eye rolls and the yes baby to a lot of my you know a lot of answers it's like yes baby yes oh yes dear you know i think though he's secret thrilled to be with me that's my story and I'm going with it I think I'm kind of right on this one you know and like everything else in Texas he is a big boy he's six four you know and um well, something we say here in the South, Gary, you're probably going to be, I'm probably going to get a head shake from my guest, uh, Chef Gary, you know, he's a big son bitch, you know, <laughs> didn't expect that one, did you? No. <laughs> and if he's listening, I'm going to redeem myself a little bit. He's probably like, oh my God, what did she just say? Can you just please stop her? So happy early anniversary, my sexy Rexy. I will boo very much. All right. So let's go ahead and get to the topic of the day. Hey, hey, what do you say? Topic of the day. I don't, I don't know why. I'm like really crazy. <laughs> today everything's going to be rhyming singing gary i hope you're ready so we're talking paleo keto damn i can't have those cheetos now <laughs> i just thought it was cute because you know it's carbs it's cheetos and you know so many people are all about the paleo and keto so we're going to be talking that today with my guest chef gary welcome to the show welcome back thank you dorsey all right are you ready to to get into some meat and bones i am of the of the paleo keto Oh, you know, I have a question. Do you think they're having paleo or keto um, at the royal wedding dinner? Probably neither. Neither? You don't think it, you don't think so? Because they're pretty health conscious, you know. Mm. I was curious. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what they're going to have for their dinner <laughs> or their breakfast. All right, so what is the fanciest venue you have ever prepared food for, cooked for? Have you done anything fancy schmancy? 
yet? I'm not really too fancy. You're not fancy? Um, no. You're just a good old good old boy down home. Let's get you fed the right way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chef. So let's go ahead and get right to the meat and bones of it, shall we? All right. So the, we're talking two plans today. We're talking keto and, pe- and paleo. Those are really big buzzwords, although I think a lot of people are going to be surprised to find out they're not brand spanking new. You know, right? they've been around for a while. So I want to go over just for some people that don't know real quick, the differences in paleo and keto. Keto focuses on what are called macronutrients, which are your fats, your carbs and your proteins. And pretty much everything is lumped into those three. And for those that are keeping score, paleo is more of just um, following your food, just food choices and eliminating a lot of the inflammatories that are across the board. You know, the dairy, the grains, processed foods, and you just balance the macronutrients any way that you want. So one of the biggest differences is um, with the paleo, like you said, you don't have dairy with the keto. You're trying to get good fat up. Yeah, and what that does in a diet, um, and, and people have been saying for a while, it's it's a short term. But there's more and more evidence coming out that it's not short term. It's a it's a healthy diet because you're putting the good fats into it, which contain more of the omega threes, which we all need in in a normal diet. All right, so we'll we'll get into that in a little bit more. I do have some other questions I want to talk to you about, okay. um, and we're going to start off with paleo. And did you know? Because when you send when you send stuff over, you know when my when my experts and guests send stuff over, I, I like to do a lot of research, and you know, because some of this stuff I know a little bit, some I know a lot more about, and so I want to make sure that we provide as much value and content, you know, for people to know. Okay, should I go with this? Should I not go with this? Pros, cons, whatever, so they can make an informed decision and and be empowered to take that decision on themselves and feel good about it. And did you know that one of the first published references, published references to non-Western diets and a paleo lifestyle was back in 1930? Wow. 1930. That was the first published. They had done studies previous to that. The first published studies were in 1930. So this is not a brand new idea. (laughs) You know, paleo and eating an ancestral diet has been around for a long time, a very long time. So I want to talk paleo first because it's more of what I follow. It's more closely related to the eat right for your blood type type of diet. I don't know. Are you familiar with that? A little bit. A little I know, bit, yeah. I know that you do that. Yes, I do that. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, paleo is a primal ancestral diet, and meaning that you eat more of, like, seasonally and also what is best for, like, your lifestyle, your blood type type of thing, which would be the, the right meats, fish, fishes, vegetables, fruits, excluding, like we were talking about, dairies and uh, grain and a lot of, obviously, sugary processed foods, you know. Right. The only sugar really allowed is um, honey and maple syrup mm-hmm. you know pretty much yeah and that's one of the biggest difference too with the paleo and the keto because keto's no sugar yeah and that's why that is really that's why keto is super restrictive which we'll get into that in a little bit that's of the two the paleo gives you a little more flexibility to have fun and variety in your diet and the keto is super compared to the two it's you know reading about all of it is really much more Strict. much more restrictive you know and it's it's yes it has a lot of health benefits there's still pros and cons to everything it's just man and that sucker, you got to be ready to do it and be dedicated. 
Yeah, especially you have to get by that first couple of days where the first couple of days withdrawal. is probably longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you, a, it probably depends how bad you were. <laughs> sure. Yeah, how toxic and how just you know yeah. full of as you know. I, hey, here we go. It's full of poop as you are. You know. I they, knew that it, was going to come up sometime. It was coming. It has to come yeah. out at some point. <laughs> okay, so you you do paleo meals for people. I I do prepared but, meals. Do you? have a list that they choose from do you get with them ahead of time do you do a weekly type yeah, of it's, menu it's on the website where okay. they can order breakfast lunch or dinner a combination Ooh. exactly what they want and um have a little bit of desserts too and then same thing with keto oh you just won me right there a little bit of dessert because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a lot of sugar i'm just not prepared to give it all up right now just not no. going to happen so I'm more of a paleo gal. <laughs> so we'll have to, you know, we'll have definitely. And those brownies. Oh, you know, hey, where's my brownies? You didn't bring us brownies today. You didn't remind me. I forgot. You little fart. You're supposed to bring dead gummit. He brought some brownies that were like the bomb.com of brownies at last time. So, you know, we may have to make a standing order for the show. <laughs> Well, next week, I will be bringing probably a keto casserole. Oh, 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 you heard that here. Keto casserole, breakfast casserole. You may just have to watch us eat instead of listening because we may not be able to talk <laughs> once Gary brings in some food because this guy cooks up like no one's business. And um, so you have you have the you have a kitchen, right? Oh, yes. It's, okay. uh, it's a good sized commercial kitchen. Um the place that I'm in used to be a Chinese restaurant, and they actually took everything out except the overhead fan. But now it's uh, it's got two six burners and okay. convection oven, whole bit. It's huge. Let's get to the O that you can talk about, that you can eat, and that's we're going to talk a little bit more about paleo, and then we'll go into some keto. So the paleo has a little more flexibility. We were talking earlier than a keto diet. So talk to me about like some of the stuff, you know, just a brief overview, like what people can get, what you prepare on, say, like a typical paleo prepared meal for someone. Okay. Well, well one thing that we do that's a little different is find a lot of our customers might not be totally concerned that it's all paleo oh, okay. a, lot, a lot of them are more concerned their, their bodybuilders are working out at oh, crossfit gyms yeah, yeah. and they need some carbs so paleo, yes, you do. Give, paleo gives some carbs especially in the afternoon if you increase the carbs it helps build the muscle mm -hmm. so that's what they're concerned about the, um, the macros um, they're looking at macros they want to have um, you know a good amount of protein um, not as maybe as much fat as what the keto would give them, mm -hmm. but then they do want the carbs. So like red potatoes, for instance, versus no white potatoes. Sure. So they the red potatoes don't spike the sugar level, mm -hmm. so they can have that. So in the mm -hmm. afternoon they might have a say a half a cup of uh, organic brown rice mm -hmm. with their meal, mm -hmm. or or some red potato you know red potatoes and 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 that helps them out doing that and to of help course, that afternoon slump that a lot of people yeah, will get well yeah it's just they they need it need that and because they're working out so much you know it's yeah. just they, they're going they're burning the calories and so they can handle it but somebody that's sitting at a desk that's never <laughs> doesn't move never much gets out or doesn't move <laughs> or, you know, that that, nice you need to get up and move your fannies <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um 
But that, that's pretty much it. So even okay. a lot of the paleo people, they, they do want the cheese in their diet unless they have a, have a, a dairy problem issue. with dairy yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I said that one, you know, provides a little more, especially if you're jumping off into a healthy lifestyle. It's, you know, a lot of people don't want to do a big, huge change and can't because they don't have the mindset yet, you know, for these big, huge changes. So that's a great eating lifestyle to jump off into to start making some healthier mm-hmm. choices exactly. without just eliminating everything because that's pretty intense to like with the keto it's very restrictive very intense i would not recommend that for anyone just starting off unless you have someone that's really accountable that you're accountable to to help you stick with it because those are pretty they they can be intense all right so we are going to talk a little bit about keto and i'm going to give you a little more information don't know if you know this the first nutritional calculation for ketosis was developed in 1925 Wow. 1920. So, you know, what cracks me up is people think, oh, where did this come from? There's not a whole lot of new information. We're just cycling around. We're learning more about what's already out there. We're developing, you know, different thoughts about things that were out there. So I thought, wow, you know, that was, that was a long time ago. It's, it's a new buzzword now. It's just it's been around for a while. And so I want to talk about how you know, you prepare meals for keto because one of the things, and we're going to talk pros and cons because, you know, everyone has differing opinions and everyone is, we were talking during the break, you know, everyone comes from a mix that we're mutts, you know, we come from a lot of different backgrounds. So I'm half Sicilian, so that means I can eat pasta, right? Well, well, there you go. I don't know. Can you eat pasta? Do you blow it up like a balloon afterwards? I don't know. Not not me. No? Well, see, it bothers the heck out of me, so I have to avoid, you know, a lot of the traditional grains and whatnot. And I was reading a study from NIH, and they were saying that not everyone does well on a keto diet for long periods of time because keto diets are designed to emulate starvation. And that's, you know, they have these new keto drinks. So I'm going to say this right here. I don't know if you've tried them. I'm going to tell you folks, I've had a lot of people ask me, no, I am not a fan. I've been there, done it, I've tried it, and it did some horrible things for me. So if you want to know about it, I will tell you about it off air. But I'm not a big fan of those kinds of things. And um, so I want to make sure that we talk about the keto because it's very restrictive. Okay. And I'm curious about how. Because it's so heavy on fats and that we now know that you need the fats for brain health and, you know, and everything. Every cell needs fat. You know, you need cholesterol, the good kind of cholesterol. So how do you prepare meals when they're so heavy, like 70% or more fat, 15, 20% protein and like hardly any carb? What the heck are you making? <laughs> well, basically, like you using things like um, chicken thighs versus chicken breasts. Okay, well, that's your protein. So when you, yeah, you take your protein and then you you boost up the fat by, if you're using, say, breast, uh-huh. you want to stuff it with, uh, say, cream cheese, sour cream, bacon, you know, this type of stuff to build up the fat amount. So what if someone can't have dairy, though? What would you put in there well, well, for your for ke- fats? Keto is more or less is dairy you need to have, oh okay you need to have okay. dairy in keto it's, oh. see it's a paleo that doesn't have the dairy okay um, so you're adding you're adding the I'm, I'm sure there's some things that you can make that are okay you know but then you'd be doing more avocado or different okay things. well there and you then, go because that's a highly beneficial um not right. only food and oil and then the oils that you use um of course aren't gmo you know they're avocado yes thank or you olive and then you're doing a lot of roasting you know with mm. the vegetables where you're adding that extra say a tablespoon of, of oil um adds like 14 grams of fat 
just the mm, tablespoon. So, okay. so I mean, that's how you do it. And of course, there's lots of different things like the, uh, you know, sardines or. Oh, I love you know, sardines. Where, where you can believe it or not, I love sardines. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's different things that you can do to to add that, and then grass-fed beef, and mm-hmm. the difference is instead of going ninety-five five or you know or ninety-three-seven, you're going eighty-twenty or even you know more so i've seen it down to 60 40 but i would think well most of the fat would when you cook it would leave anyway yeah you know, but well you know i don't know if you've ever tried these because i do love cream cheese and sour cream i just can't do a lot of dairy i don't cut it out completely because i'm one of those that doesn't believe in crowding out everything because then you lose all of the enzymes that you had even if they were small amounts you lose everything that you have to digest it i have found some i can tolerate um some like tofu i try i always find that i don't try i find the ones that are non-gmo um, obviously they have a really good so for cream cheese if somebody if somebody's listening if you can do some of the tofu they have a really good sour cream and cream cheese that you could stuff in there for your fat you know instead of the dairy if you are still trying to implement a keto type of lifestyle you know because that's keto without dairy yeah you know because i mean there are still ways you can get that and get the benefits because i can't do there's no way i could do a lot of cream cheese and cheeses and stuff like that that are i guess a little more prevalent in a keto lifestyle or keto diet plan and so i guess is there a lot of is it heavy with vegetables yes uh, okay you you basically vegetables uh that's where you get your carbs from so if you're trying to stay um say 10 grams of of carbs under that you know your vegetables will pretty much take up that so like a a cup of vegetables so then you can have a brownie no brownie not, not unless it's a keto brownie damn it Oh, there's keto brownies. Oh yeah. Ooh. And cream che- and cheesecake and oh, cheese- lava oh. cake. And- I might have to give this keto yeah. thing another another look, <laughs> another look. See. <laughs> well, because you know, I'm glad you said we were talking about vegetables because you know when people concentrate so heavily on their macros, which is the fats, the carbs, and the proteins, you still need micronutrients, which are your vitamins, your enzymes, the seleniums, your you know vitamin A, C, E, B, all that kind of stuff. You know, so you're getting that if you do a lot of these vegetables. Exactly. Or with supplementation. So, you know, know, that way if you're counting heavily on your your macros, you're getting a lot of that if you're varying it. And I'm assuming that's what you do with your meal plans is is varied quite a bit. Or, you know, I'm assuming that you do that. Yeah, we have different different vegetables and that the you know people pick and it's it's surprisingly most of the people on keto aren't really picky eaters per se. Really? And um, I don't have, or maybe they, those picky eaters just don't order. Oh, they're not <laughs> so, ordering from you. Yeah. So, <laughs> you don't have any picky yeah. keto eaters. You know, but, um, you know, like in our paleo meals, for instance, you have options. You can pick your side you want. You know, you can pick your vegetable you want or whatever ah, on the side. But okay. on the keto, I just have been laying it out. Here's what comes with it. And oh, like each week? Or do you do something different uh, each week or each month? Right, rotate. Say five weeks of rotation. There's uh, oh, okay. nine meals per minute. Per week okay. that are kind of like chef picks, and then they, ah, they pick what they want. Nice. And then the next week, it's the only one we carry over is the um, is the steak, and oh, well, it is yeah. medium rare. Just okay. so people know that it yeah. is not well done. Well, but, it shouldn't um, be. You should not no, char your steak because it, that creates. You di- 
it digests a whole lot better if it's medium rare. Well, not only that, people don't realize if you char your steak, it, it can become carcinogenic. So exactly. please don't do that, folks. Don't. We want you to be healthy. <laughs> please stop charring your steak, okay? And I'm guilty of that. I don't have a lot of steak. I kind of like the crispy bits, I have to admit. <laughs> Just stick with the activated charcoal. If you need to clean something out, stay away from your crispy bits on your steak. All right, so you know both diets do have this one thing that they tell you that you need to be careful of and so what is completely irresistible can be both good and not good for you and most people can't live without it gary what is that Sugar. Sugar. Yes. Yes, it is. And both do propose, you know, or, or promote um, eliminating sugar or sugary foods. Now, keto really gets it out. Paleo definitely, you know, wants you to eliminate that or suggest eliminating. So we want to talk sugar because it's not all created the same. Correct. Right. So there, believe it or not, there are some that are good and there's some that are bad. So let's talk about so because this is a topic and a question we get a lot. I heard this just yesterday at an event where um, I was doing a, a talk, and one of the things I talked about was with some of the sweeteners that you should avoid. You know, ten hidden sugar bombs. And I had some women go, oh, "I thought this was good," and it's like, "Well," so I thought it'd be a great topic to talk about. So we're going to talk about three of the top avoids. Okay. All right. So what are one of the first ones that they should avoid? Agave. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and that's been, you know, promoted as like a really healthy one. So why should people take agave out? Um, it really taxes the liver. It yeah. just, it's just too strong. Um, can't handle it. So that that's one that you would. But pretty much most of your refined sugars are... Um, you don't you don't need in your diet and they become very addictive too which is it does and you know something i didn't know because i initially when i first started doing you know more of a healthy diet and eating plan i switched to agave too and so i was doing some more research i didn't know you know obviously you hear that um like you said agave does tax the liver it doesn't have the glycemic spikes or the uh, the blood sugar spikes it's high in fructose though and that's what causes issue with the liver creating insulin resistance these are things i was google google was my friend yesterday and fatty liver disease i didn't realize increased heart disease risk mm. from agave mm-hmm. you know and i had someone yesterday they go yeah but it's in tequila isn't that good for you i'm like well <laughs> maybe not <laughs> So, but it's one of those, I think, that we would agree is probably a better safe than sorry to stay away from agave. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then high fructose is another one that is... Well, that's that's a no-brainer. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, to a lot of people, they don't realize that it's in barbecue, Freaking everything. Bar- barbecue sauce, ketchup. Yeah. So, so when we have ketchup in our recipes, we're making it from scratch. Same thing nice. with mayonnaise, you know, because you got most of your GMOs or in mayonnaise (laughs) i have you know we went live on facebook i have um amy thanks amy she said sugar education love it yes kick out that agave (laughs) (laughs) sorry folks you know i hate to rain on your parade we're going to give you a couple of good options though in a little bit don't worry so another one i think we both agree on is aspartame oh that's a big buzzword no blue yellow or pink thank you no blue and that's also sucralose which is aka splenda 
Right. Don't do it. And, you know, I was telling somebody yesterday, my mother-in-law, because it's in diet sodas, a lot of aspartame, took it out of, she stopped, she made the comment herself. She said, I stopped drinking it. And she said, you know, she stopped having the body aches and mm. the pains. She stopped having a lot of headaches and stuff. So even just her, you know, on her own is like, man, getting that out of my diet, she realized what a big difference. So that is something, obviously, you know, kick the aspartame, right? And then sucralose. And I didn't realize this either. Sucralose processed a lot of times with chlorine. It yeah. starts off as sugar, right, right? And then it gets processed as chlorine, or, you know, with chlorine. That's not natural. Right. They bleach it. I know. <laughs> Would you like some bleach sugar? <laughs> Would you like a little bleach with your sugar? Have a little Clorox. I'm like, well, yeah, we're gonna really clean you out. <laughs> All right. So there's a couple here that I saw that were really good, and I'm wanting to see if you put these or cook with these. Um, we were talking about like local raw honey. In the in we use the local raw honey and maple syrup also. Okay. And that would go in the paleo. In meals, paleo, okay. But not in keto. Not in keto. So yeah. and that's fine because, like I said, we talked earlier. That's more of the restrictive, you know. Right. And so that's fine. One of the things I do with honey is, I mean, it's been used since the Egyptian days. You can put it on wounds. It's great for wound healing. It's also if you buy local, I buy it from someone local in my town, and it helps with allergies because yep. you know those little bees are just pollen everything in the mm-hmm. area and so for those people that are allergy sufferers if you don't I mean, make sure you don't have a pollen allergy or you know or you're allergic to bee pollen but um, it's good for that but not good for babies oh yeah no 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 yeah. I mean we're talking no people. I know just to put that out yeah there, that, I, well thanks for reminding yeah. me though because a lot of people you know we may forget that you know for really small little wee ones yeah honey is not the good thing not the good thing to do just yet and we talked a little bit about sugar alcohols so tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about sugar alcohols or tell our folks about that um that's pretty much what we're using in in the um the keto desserts oh, okay you know okay so there's different there's different companies that make different things. You just gotta watch the label so you don't okay. they don't add the sugar to it, you know. So that well uh, that's true. Or, make sure it's or, a straight just sugar yeah. alcohol. Which 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 of the ones do you use? Because there's a couple on the market. The xylitol. Xylitol. Like a, yes. Okay. And, and it's it does have another name out there, but if you look at the ingredients, it says xylitol. Yeah. You know, for the, and that's X, that's X Y people, not with a Z. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's xylitol. There's a couple out there you might see erythritol, xylitol and sorbitol and something that i love from a health and wellness standpoint you know i do like gum i don't chew a lot of gum however they put a lot of xylitol in gum because it can help ward off gum disease because it keeps your gums and your teeth it sort of coats them from Mm -hmm. having the back or allowing the bacteria in your food to stick to your teeth and gums you know what else it does what else does it do tell me do Um, tell people that have sinus problems Mm -hmm. it helps that Really? I did not know that. You are a wealth of information, Gary. (laughs) So, you know, and it's kind of hard to cook with those. Or is it hard to cook with those? No. With xylitol? No, it's kind of, it's an equal, you know, like a cup of sugar, a cup of xylitol, you know, so it's it's pretty much, and you just have to, you know, we just made some um, things with cocoa. You okay. know, to um, kind of like cocoa bombs, you know, with cocoa with, bombs, yeah, with xylitol in what? it. What? a cocoa it bomb? Was, it was, um, you know, it was kind of like fudge, but not quite as sweet. Okay. But you had to watch how much xylitol you put in there because it was, it was almost like a dark chocolate where 
it was not very sweet. So you just oh, had, okay. you know, make it. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, because dark chocolates, depending on the cacao content, yeah. can be very bitter. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, okay, I'm going to say this for everyone listening. Um, please be careful because when I did do my yeast sugar cleanse a year, years ago, it was it probably was more like a keto because it was heavy, heavy on, you know, proteins and fats and like no sugar for 21 days. I said, I have to have something. So there was some stevia that I tried, which we'll talk a little bit about, you know, to give me that kind of sugar, you know, because those sugar monsters, sugar bugs were going crazy. And then, you know, they introduced me to the xylitol candy, you know, or this gum. Um, let me tell you, if you need to go to the bathroom, just have a little <laughs> extra sugar alcohol <laughs> because it will definitely get you going. I was like, "Ooh, I did not know that. I was telling the people I was working with, them, I'm like, why didn't y'all tell me that? They're like, well, I didn't think you'd eat the whole thing. I'm like, I needed some sugar. You know, like, I needed some sweet. And they're like, well, are you going to do that again? I said, no. <laughs> so just be careful. There's a little warning for you. Xylitol, erythritol, or sorbitol can um, cause you just a wee bit of gastric distress. Yep. Yeah, something yep. to think about there, Gary. So be yep. careful how much you put in your foods. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, stevia is another one. I know a lot of people hear about that. That's really a big one that, you know, they advertise. You see it in a lot more commercials. Do you use that in your cooking? I haven't. Um, I have in the past, yes, but I've been sticking to the xylitol. Okay, is it easier of, to cook with? Yeah, the I think so, and you don't get the stevia gets kind of an aftertaste, and probably sometimes it does. In in, in you, some brands, yeah, and then you know also you got to be careful because sometimes some of the brands have sugar with the stevia, so you, they do. Unfortunately, so, you know you got to be. You know, be, it's like why do they that. do that? Uh, they're trying. You know? I think they're trying to get rid of that bitterness, you know, a little bit. They, you know, and then so. and it, I'm glad you said that. It is true. There are different brands. Sadly, some even to me, I love stevia, and there's a brand that I really like above all the others. And there's a few a few others I've tried, and they have a taste. And some people don't like the one that I like because they say it has an aftertaste to them. So luckily, there are a couple of different brands of really good, clean, non-GMO organic stevia that you can buy. Mm -hmm. And something I didn't know, I tried one time to bake with it. It didn't turn out very well at all. And so I was like, well, that's, you know, a big not happy business here. So I did find they have stevia in the raw for baking now. Oh, I don't know if you knew that. And I've tried it. Now, it's kind of like you said with the keto, when you put the xylitol, it's not as sweet. You you get the sweet, you just don't get the typical sugary sweet, you know, kind of thing. Right. But still, it's it. You can bake with it. I did have to I did have to cut just a little bit of sugar. Did you hear that little bit of sugar? Yeah. In my (laughs) with the stevia and the raw, because (laughs) I just wasn't quite ready to go totally keto on it, you know, kind of thing. So anyway, before we go any further, Chef, I want to make sure that you remind our listeners how they can get in touch with you to get your meals or you're also going into different places like we work places, businesses and putting up little refrigerated type of containers so they can have meals there. So tell them how they can get with you or corporations get with you to have that set up for their their folks customers whatever um you can go, get my information on the website it's okay. fitcheftexas.com and on the website we'll have um, information to where you can call me and say hey we're interested in uh um, putting a refrigerator in there so you can drop off some meals and looking for satellites all throughout houston actually 
um, to do that. Okay, great. So our last section here, unfortunately, we're coming out. I can't even, we've had so much fun here. So again, my favorite question is what do poop and opinions have in common? Well, everybody does it. Everyone has one and they both typically stink. I'm going to give you my opinion on making some changes. And the reason is I've heard a lot of about, heard a lot of the same type of thing. I've, I've talked to a lot of people and they all have the same kinds of issues, comments, and it's kind of been a little bee in my bonnet. I was giving a speech yesterday, as a matter of fact, at a women's luncheon, and the topic that I gave was three steps to a happy, healthy lifestyle. And I loved hearing a lot of the takeaways that they had or aha moments that came up for them because, you know, being an entrepreneur, you want to mimic your market. So I was like, oh, what are they hearing? What are they taking away? What is resonating? And the common theme was when I said, you have to meet your clients where they are, listen to them, get them to open their minds to a new possibility or an opportunity at a healthy your happier life rather than just opening their pocketbooks to you because so many coaches nowadays in any field whether it's a mentor lifestyle health and wellness whatever they're never in a conversation with you you know people just want you to listen just listen to me hear me be in a conversation with me not around the conversation and one of the things I was talking about with one of our guests earlier was don't have a comment already prepared before the other person has finished talking I mean that means you're just not listening and you want to be right and get your opinion out as fast as possible although I am giving you my opinion now <laughs> a little bit of hypocrisy no not at all so here's the thing with any eating lifestyle or even business plan if I can meet you where you are and be there to offer new opportunities, and that's what we were talking today is a different opportunity of an eating lifestyle, paleo, keto, they're very healthy, give you some options, some guidance based on what I hear a lot of people are wanting, also what you're willing to do, and, all, and more importantly, what are you motivated to make happen? And when I can meet you there, then I've already set you up to succeed. And what burns my buns is when I see coaches, nutritional experts, especially these wellness gurus saying to follow certain plans mostly the reason they're telling you to follow a certain plan take a certain supplement folks please know that they are getting paid a lot of times an affiliate fee for recommending that plan or supplement they don't always have your best interest at heart okay they don't take into account a lot of times that my guest chef gary and i were talking you know that we are kind of mutts we're a mix of all different ethnicities and that's why we have all these different issues with eating and what's the best and why things bother one person compared to another and so that's what we were when we talked today about briefly eating different plans eating for your body type your blood type you know because one size one plan does not fit all well or all at the same time and if you ever notice this is something I notice that a lot of times these coaches their gurus their idea of your success has zero picture of you in it anywhere all right, I want you to think about that because I've been hearing that a lot. Their idea of your success has you nowhere in that picture, all right? It's oftentimes their idea or what's worked for them, so they think it's going to work for everybody, okay? And that drives me crazy. And that's why I had Chef on today talking about different eating plans because one is probably going to fit better for you. One may work now. You try another one a little bit later. We're giving you some options, some healthy things to think about. 
to have that healthier lifestyle. And I would rather you come to me when you need more play, purpose, and pleasure in your life and business. And we set up a plan for a healthier, happy lifestyle that has simple steps that you feel good about implementing. And then you fly the nest because I've empowered you to handle whatever comes up next on your own rather than keeping you tied to my ideal or my idea of what is best for you that just keeps you spinning and spinning and then dipping into your pocketbook to sustain my lifestyle. And I was saying again, I've seen this way too much. I hear this way too much. And it just drives me crazy. That's in health, relationship, life coaches, business coaches. I've been hearing and seeing that a lot. And I just wanted to put that out there to you guys. Find someone that is going to listen to you and meet you where you are that has your highest and best interest at heart. And, you know, one of the women that I was talking with yesterday said something that, again, I hear a lot more often than I should, and that she's been through so many different plans, different diets, different changes, and she feels like it's an SSDD. Gary, you know what that means? SSDD? Same shit, different day. You know, when you're doing the same thing over and over and over, you know. So she has no idea what step to take next. So she's confused. She's congested. Then she stops moving forward and making any decision or choices because there's too many. And she doesn't know which one's going to work for her. Been there, done it over and over and over. I know I have. And it's time to stop the insanity. (laughs) The best advice that I can offer to anyone wanting to make a lifestyle shift is to look for someone. One more importantly, you know, Chef Gary, we heard this. We were in a network group together that you know, like, and trust. And that's why I bring you the folks that I do on the show because Chef Gary, I know, like, and completely trust to give you the best meal plans, the best food options. If you want to make a lifestyle change in that way, it's someone that I know is going to have your best interest at heart. And you want to find someone that you can sit down with, have a chat about what you want your next steps to be, and see if they can honestly listen to you and help you out. And more importantly, if they have your highest and greatest good at heart, they will tell you they can help you. And even more importantly, they're going to tell you if they can't. That, to me, is someone with integrity and that you need to find for you. Whether it's me, whether it's someone else that you need for whatever guidance or mentorship, that's the kind of people that you should be looking for. Not the one that's saying it the loudest, screaming it the loudest, or paying the most for advertising dollars. And for the love of everything happy, please find someone that's willing to listen to you, meet you where you are, and knows, more importantly, how to add some fun into the fundamentals of health. I mean, Jiminy Christmas, people. I mean, like, even Chef Gary on on the keto is going to find ways to give you brownie bombs or chocolate bombs or something so i mean come on even chef gary's looking out for you on that aspect because y'all know he could not come on the dorsey show without talking a little chocolate and cheesecake we're not going to cut that out completely at all so thank you gary for putting that in there for us or keeping that in there (laughs) all right so my wrap up this week i'm going to give you another dollop of dorsey which is my own little creation Play more than you pout, smile more than you smirk, wink more than you worry, live your life as though you're not in a hurry. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and weekend. And don't forget to sign up at my website at www.dorseyhillglobal.com to have more of me delivered to your inbox so that you never miss out on what's happening on the show, different events, different retreats, things that we're doing. Because that's a whole lot of happiness coming at you, and who wouldn't want that on a regular basis? Make sure to connect with me on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. 
please do me a favor. Make sure to tell me that you listen to the show so I don't think that you are a crazy stalker. (laughs) Give me a little heads up of where you found me, all right? So that is it today for this episode of the Healthy Happy Fun Hour on the Dorsey Show. Join me here every Thursday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on Vinyl Draft Radio to listen live or the replay anytime on Vinyl Draft Radio. Just look for video audio archives of the Dorsey Show. So my wish for you, as always, until next time, is that you are happy, healthy, and have a ton of fun. Big Texas love and hugs to each of you. Bye for now. Say bye, Gary. Bye. (laughs) We're happy. Built up all week. Come on, get out there. Raise your hands in the air. And you pump them like you just don't care. Join us next Thursday when she gets it all out. Again. Go ahead. (laughs) Kind of like if you vomited rainbows. You can get me anywhere. (laughs) You won't want to miss it. Thursdays, 10 a.m. The Dorsey Show on Final Draft Radio. Ha <laughs> ha